When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. It is the most important radio program, soon to be a podcast anywhere in America. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Talking Real Money with Don and Tom. Because I'm I, I'm I'm saying it, so I'm Don. I'm first. Uh, welcome to the show. I'm Don. That's Tom. I'm in Florida, unflooded. Thank heaven. Yeah. I've had, Your basement survived okay, I've had, I guess. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, the basement? Yeah, the basement's yeah, okay. good. Uh-huh. Good. Oh, yeah. Good. There are no basements. <laughs> I know. I'm kidding. You, I got a question for an you. Indoor, they call them indoor pools, basements. This here. is very important. Very what? important to come to oh, your investing I, I thought future. we had a topic we were d- going to discuss. I got to ask you a question first. What are you going to mm. do with that Hoyer's hot picks or Pelosi's per high performers? What oh, will you this do? is what your you lead-in with all the what plosives. What do you know how you bad do? your plosives were just then? Hoyer's <laughs> yeah, hot picks and Pelosi's. <laughs> you, what will you, you do? You all over the. Were you following them before? Oh, God. On- online every day. First first now, website I checked, okay, dude. Okay, I'm confused. Uh, we're talk- What you're talking about is yeah. Congress trading in stocks, which, mm-hmm. hmm, Huh. There's some possibility that they've abused that uh, trading on insider information as only the Congress can. Uh, but wasn't there a bill that was going to outlaw this? Yeah, there was. Oh, past tense. Yeah, it's uh, not going to happen. They just they just reported this week. Too many snags. What snags? <laughs> Too many snags. Well. Stenny doesn't want to give up his Benny, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I'm just this is that's. Bad pun, but Stenny Hoyer. I was. I know. I got it. Yeah. I was okay, trying to ignore it and just let. This, I was letting time pass. We're moving forward. We're. Yeah. There's two parts to this. What non-public? What well, okay. You mentioned insider. Yeah, they may not be using insider information. Of course, certainly it's non-public. Non-public, non-public information. Yeah, it's stuff they sure. haven't shared with us. Exactly. Exactly. But here's the other part. Why? Why do they need this? Why do they? Why don't they just buy See, diversified mutual funds or exchange traded funds? Here's the answer. Here, I know the answer. I know the answer, oh, okay. and I hate to Please. I hate to speak the answer because they're flipping greedy. It's greed. There's there's no it's other reason. All about greed. Because if if in fact it wasn't about greed, then there is no reason for them to do anything but just for 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 the sake of appearances to say we're not going to trade individual stocks anymore but anybody in congress can buy any ETF they want or any mutual fund doesn't matter play with them do all you want trade them whatever you want to do just don't buy individual stocks then i would say oh they're not greedy no now i'm now they're greedy they're just abject Greed. Well, okay, and I'll add, I'm going to add to that, and this probably won't surprise you since their rating is lower than ours. They're not too smart. 
we know that there's no one who's been successful at picking stocks versus the aforementioned diversified mutual funds or exchange traded funds. I mean, I disagree. You see, when you know something in advance, like, for example, you know that there's going to be a bill that is going to cause health insurers profits to decline. Well, what can you immediately do? You can short some health insurers. Yeah. Which is not that's not supposed to happen, by the way. Yeah, but it, it you know but it happened. They could limit but my point is you already know that it's going to be difficult, even when you have that information to sort of beat the market and you know it's gonna be anyway. I mean, this is such an easy ban that it should be simple, but just shows you everything you need to know about what's going on in Washington. Can't even make this happen. I, I really, I thought they were there too. I'm really, really they, they were there. I'm really, were there. truly disappointed. <laughs> I want to know which idiot. You know, they should name names. Which idiots were the most vocal well, I, I, in opposing Stenny that? The Hoyer most says vocal. He won't even bring, well, he won't even bring it out for a vote. He said, "Is it Steny? Oh, because he's the, something. Yeah. No, Steny Hoyer's not the majority leader. House Majority Leader. Steny oh, he's Hoyer, the Majority Leader. Right. Yeah, I'm thinking Speaker majority of the House. Leader. Yeah, he's oh, number two. Yeah. yeah, that's right." He gets to take stuff to the floor. Okay. So. All right. They're just greedy. Right. Steny Hoyer, you're greedy. Yeah. Well, isn't he yeah. like 5 billion years old, too? I mean, he's, how old is Steny? I, he's not dead yet? You're going to look. Somebody called me old, and I said, not compared to leaders of the country. I'm not. I, I mean. Not it, close. Okay. I guess Steny Hoyer's not that old. He just looks old. How old is he? Uh, 39. He was born in 39. Oh, I was going to say okay. thirty-eight. He's pretty old. darned old, but yeah, yeah. Hmm. Do the math. All right. Anyway, this isn't going to happen. You don't need to pick individual stocks. Certainly, don't do it with insider yes. information. Please either. don't be like Congress. You see, if you don't like Congress, don't buy stocks like Congress does. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y dot com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And, and aren't Nancy and... Denny and almost everybody else who's in a senior position in Congress, aren't they too old to be trading stocks anyway? Shouldn't they just be, shouldn't 90% of their portfolio be in government bonds? They're in their yeah, 80s, probably. for heaven's sake. That's what I told my mom to do. She's in her yep. 80s. She doesn't need individual stocks. And by the way, nope. Nancy was was very opposed to this too. She's yeah, she's apparently she was bit, having a, she was having a really good time. She and her husband trading stocks, you know, yeah, making a Paul, lot of money. Yeah, he's very wealthy. But anyway, the yeah, uh, the point of the matter yeah, is, and aren't uh, you, yeah, that's the other argument. Aren't up. you wealthy enough? Jeez, right, you made the money. Yeah, I agree. Oh, <sighs> you know, you should. I would think that everybody in Congress, and you know, the funny thing is, is that this had bipartisan support. It was it supported. Did. It was supported by by uh, the uh, uh, the uh, uh, Alexandra Ocasio Ortez and Matt Ga- Gates. Come Two on! Spectrum. Holy yep. cow! Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, 855-935-TALK is our phone number if you want to talk about your insider trading. <laughs> Give us the secret. Yeah, tell us how you did it. You didn't. <laughs> Don't lie. Uh, 855-935-8255. And Chris, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, Chris. 
Hey, thanks, guys. Hi, uh, Tom. How you done? Hey, uh, my question is, um, I'm a state employee teacher, and I wanted to get your opinion on the Washington TAP annuity. You know, I, I like the annuity. And so in a general sense, you've heard us on the show say annuities are bad. This is actually an exception to the rule. It's yeah, good, but it's also it's a not annuity. a for-profit annuity from an insurance company. No, exactly, company. but it has an inflation rider on it. I mean, it's actually a very good product. Okay, yeah, my understanding is that there's actually an adjustment or there's a, a guaranteed percentage that uh, increases each year so that yep. it looks like you can get 5% per year um, on your money, which is really a good deal because, yes, I've heard you guys decry all other you know annuities as being kind of a, a bad decision. Well, they're gimmicky and they don't – and, and- but the, the, now the yeah. thing is, remember though, remember though, the five percent is not income on your investment. It is a combination of the income the portfolio makes and a gradual return well, of your capital. Actually, I'm going to correct you there, partner. Isn't that right? I think it, no, I think it, that's an an inflation adjustment that's attached to what they're paying you. This is not an. This is just an annuity. An annuity. There is no in underlying investment. This is simply you retire tomorrow, you took the oh, money, you oh, put it in Oh, it's just a retirement plan. It, and that's it. Okay, and it's not something get, you're buying, it, you're not putting your correct. money into. Uh, well, I wouldn't right, put it that way. Right, well. right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, good to know. Well, what you're doing, nope. you're taking your 403B and you're yep. sticking it in the... Okay, well then, yep. yeah, you are, though, Tom. I mean, yes, really. Yes, you are. And, and for all in t- okay, you're taking your 403B amount, you're putting it in there. Then they will start paying out five percent per year monthly, correct? Nope, I don't think Plus that's Plus an inflation correct. adjustment. I don't know. Uh, I What's don't your understanding, Chris? I think you can. No, my understanding is that there are plans based on if you select a survivorship. Yeah, so it's got uh, to correct. be Tom. Uh, uh, I mean, how else would it work? It's a guaranteed income stream. I'm reading it right now with a 3% automatic inflation increase every year. Okay, yeah, but 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 what I'm saying, though, is that if you're giving you five right now on a single life. Well, yeah, that could be. I'm trying to read to that part, but yes. And then they'll adjust it for for at least 3%, an inflation adjustment on every year, right? Three percent, correct. Okay, so it yep. still it still is a because for it to be an annuity, it has to be you dump all your money in and then you start getting checks and part of that is income that they make. Part of it yeah, though because, is okay, part of your is there. your principal. You're correct. You're not actually see that the difference is if I take a hundred thousand dollars and I put it into an investment that yields five percent per year, I get five thousand dollars a year, right? And and the hundred is still there. In right. this case, you're spending it down. Right. That's the point That's I was trying to make. Okay. People, yeah, you, and the point is correct. The the thing I like about it is the three percent, and I forget the cost is very very. It's a it's a good it's a good annuity. It truly is. Oh, and I believe employees. it. I believe it is yeah. because it's not a for profit annuity. You have to remember exactly. that any of any annuity out there that an insurance company sells has to make has to have built into it about a 20% profit margin for the insurance company. So you're, you're, you're 
20% of all the money that's going in is getting sucked out for the insurance company. The rest is being used to pay income and premium uh, and, uh, and claims. The disadvantages are still there. Of course, if you took the money and you invested it and then drew from it, I would expect you'd end up with more. You have less, less flexibility, right? Because it, the money's there and you generally have less for your, your heirs as well, right? Because the money's in the annuity, even if you get the survivor benefit. So there are disadvantages, but I think for many people who really don't want to suffer the ups and downs of stocks and bonds, then this is a good place for some of their money. Maybe yeah, no, and I, I'm totally, I just, I just want to make it real clear though, so that yeah. people understand they're not actually Correct. making 5%. Now, another no, really good, that. No. another really good thing about this tap annuity is that within uh, the early years of the annuity, and I can't remember how long it was, but under the early years, your heirs can get back. Some of the money you put in if you die ah, real early. Okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, if you die real early. So that's another big benefit. A lot of benefits to it. And again, it's in large part because it's a non for it's a non profit. Yeah, as you point out, the people that write annuities are in the business of profiting from writing them. Yeah, so and, and for example, <laughs> I'll get here's the deal. On a on a on a one hundred thousand dollar purchase on this annuity. Uh, somebody who was born in 1957 would get about $500 a month on $100,000. If you want a joint life, you would only get about $450 a month. So, um, you know, that's sharing it with your spouse. For most estate employees, they already have another retirement plan, right, Mm -hmm. that involves an annuity. So there's reasons, by the way, not to do take your 403B and do this because you already have a guaranteed source of income, generally, too, because you have the state employee annuity and Social Security. So maybe it makes sense not to do that because you keep something that's more flexible, as I said. But for people who don't want to face any of the ups and downs, sure. And this is a good product. One of the better ones. Yeah. But it's only available to Washington State employees. So That's it. All right. Yep. Thanks for the call. We really appreciate it. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. That's 855-935-8255. You can call us every Saturday on the show between uh, noon and 2 Pacific time, 3 to 5 Eastern. But you can also call that number 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and leave your questions there to be answered on a future show or podcast. Stick around. We'll be back. I'm Don McDonald with Tom Cox. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. We love, love, love your live calls on Saturday to 855-935-TALK, but we also love your calls the rest of the week that you leave when you call 855-935-TALK, 8255. Uh, You just leave them. We get to them and answer them like this. Hey, Tom and Don. I was wondering if you advise certain strategies for people who invest in their 401k as well as their Roth IRA. I'm investing in both, and my investments are kind of similar in both accounts. Uh, Should both accounts be well diversified or should my Roth IRA only hold funds that aren't available in my 401k? 
for example, REITs are not available in my 401k, but I can choose to invest in them in my Roth. So should my Roth only include those funds that I can't find in my 401k? It just feels a little redundant to have similar funds in both accounts. Uh, I'm 30 years old and have a high-risk tolerance. Thank you. Yeah, it's a great question. Yeah, this does come question. up yeah. many times. Yeah, okay. So part one is any time you look at your whole portfolio, it should look like a whole portfolio. In other words, you're right. There's no reason to have all the same things in one as in another because you want to really want to stretch it out and have something someplace and some another. For yeah, example, so the simple answer, the, the simple answer just to yeah, is is buy the things that you have in your 401k and then fill in yep. the blanks with your IRA. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly right. And well, Roth IRA. Roth IRA. And Roth IRA because it gets the unique tax treatment of gain without taxation and withdrawal without taxation, I would have the riskier things there. So, yeah, REITs maybe, small but cap I would value. also have yeah, or international small cap value. And you mentioned that oftentimes those are not available in a company retirement plans, so you'd own those in the Roth. So yeah, try to look at a whole the whole thing, and I think your your, your thinking is nine tenths of the way there. Buy those other asset classes, if you will, in the Roth, and then build a, the four hundred one k as best you can with the assets that are available there. Well, and the other thing that makes this make sense is because the four hundred one ks, because of their higher contribution limits. And the fact that you get some matching from many employers, they tend to be the larger account balances between your Correct. 401 and your your other IRA products, whichever kind they might be. Therefore, and the, the 401ks often only make available to you the larger cap, more common. Generally speaking. You're, you're getting large cap yeah. U.S., a lot of that. Yeah. You may get some international. You get some bonds. You can, you can do those in there and then pick up all those little specialty things that each only make up 5 or 10% of your portfolio, emerging markets and small cap value and all of those extra things. So it makes sense. And your portfolio, as Tom said so well, it is one thing. Everything yep. you own is your portfolio. So you Don't need have to rise. Yeah, you need to overlap. rise above the yep. whole portfolio, looking down at it and going, oh, "Okay, I see how all of these things fit together to make one organism." And that can be hard to manage sometimes too, because things don't go up and down together. I get that, but you got to kind of grind your teeth sometimes when U.S. large cap stocks go way up or small goes way down. Do the best you can rebalancing it, but but you're exactly right, Don. It takes more work too, by the way. It it definitely does to to build a portfolio with all these moving parts, but it definitely is the better way to do it. I'll put and it and way. sometimes I've seen a couple of portfolios where people had a wonderful. Their only really wonderful choice was a target de- or were the target date yeah. options. They do those in the four hundred one k, and they do all that rebalancing then internally, and then you just pick up a couple of these oddballs. You get the small cap value from Ovantis or you know the Vanguard REIT fund, those kinds of things. <laughs> we have every person I talk to now Avantis. Saturday morning call Avantis. today. Yeah. Oh, I, I've got AVUV, Tom, because you talk about it all the time. I, yeah, okay, it's a great fund, but there are, it's not the only U.S. small cap value fund. No, according to Tom, one. it really is the only good one. I've heard him say it over and over again. You have too. We can vouch. We can pull. Call Eduardo. Uh, I want my uh, check or something uh, here. Can we? Uh, can we get the? Can we pull up the tape on that? 
on on Tom saying AVUV about three thousand. How about VBR? Tons. There you go. I'm gonna say VBR. VBR. He's gonna huh? switch his tune. I don't think he's gonna there do it. There you go. He loves, I'm gonna have it for lunch. A VBR. He loves They're delicious. Him. He loves him a little bread. AVUV. And we love it when you V calling us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Tom and Don are talking real money. News Radio 1000, FM 97.7, and streaming on your smart speaker, your information station. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. And as they say... In Hollywood and New York and L.A. and everywhere else, the show goes on. The show must go on. I'm Don. That's Tom. And you're invited to call us. We'll talk about money with you at 855-935-TALK. Lee, thanks for waiting and welcome to the show. Hey, guys. I love hearing you talk about all the high-end stuff, but I want to ask you a really low-gear question. Okay. (laughs) I have uh, paid attention to your advice. Uh, My uncle had opened a Vanguard account for me years ago, had everything in Wellesley. That's been moved to retirement 2035. And I have a 401k. I've got a Roth there. This is small amounts of money. I also have a brokerage there where I purchase more of that same EFT. And I went yesterday or this past week to move an additional 5000 bucks in. It said in my settlement account I had $0.02. Cents. So, okay, I put in four nine 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 ninety eight. And then I've got a screenshot where it says my funds available to trade, 5000 bucks, And then it says adjusted funds available to trade, 4880.64. And I don't understand. I thought this was, you know, fee-free, commission-free stuff. I don't know what that trick is that has subtracted out money available to me. You know, the only thing I can think of is similar to making a bank deposit when they make a certain amount available to you within a certain period of time. If I go down and deposit five thousand, I say we're going to hold that for a day. But I don't. That doesn't make sense to me. Wait a minute. Okay, that they wouldn't make all of it available, especially in a you know kind of cash to cash transaction. And and where, where is this account? You said Vanguard. Right? This is a Vanguard. This is a Vanguard brokerage account, uh, right? Tom, yeah, they did hold it. The whole 5000 yeah. I was not okay. available to touch it until a week went by. But then after a week went by, it, I, I was had to do my transaction with 4000 bucks instead of five because of this adjusted funds available to trade. And here they have it hmm. at the exact same time stamp and date. Funds available to trade, 5000 bucks. Adjusted funds available to trade. And when you hover your cursor, it says, oh, this is, a, you know, we're, we're doing bookkeeping or back you know, I mean what is this I shouldn't have had Now what it. was the what was the fund you purchased Was the, tw- the 20 uh, 2035 this, In this case yeah yeah the, in in this case yeah I wanted to get uh look at a CD just with 5000 bucks to um 
you know, not really as an investment because but because I'm so disgusted with the savings account of and, my bank. And this was a fund, so though, not an ETF. Well, no. The, what she hasn't I made the purchase yet. Yeah. Brokered. Okay, so what you I took the money out of the CD. All right. I you know I I no no I moved I moved it she my moved bank it account the from account. the bank yeah. so the five thousand came in then the five thousand became less than five thousand correct by a couple yeah, of dollars and but then you said you traded but you didn't buy the 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 target date yet I'm so I confused to buy with it no matter what I wanted to buy with it uh, when I shopped it, it it told me that the funds available. Are less short by. That's just I don't understand. I'm I'm so confused as to how that would happen. Hundred nineteen dollars and thirty six yeah. cents. Yeah. You know, know here's a reality. They, I would just I'd have to ask Van. I would have to ask Van. Have to call. Him. I've never yep. seen that before. Me either. Me either. I've never seen it. I don't understand it. I'm confused. So money came from the bank. So there was no trans. See, what I was trying to find is if there was an internal transaction somewhere in Vanguard where there was a spread or something, but there wasn't. So it's just money coming in. Then you can only use a portion of the money. I mean, I understand holding on to funds, but I am. Back- and you're sure nothing nothing was purchased in between the time of the That's money going in. I'm- and then showing how much was available correctly. The last thing I purchased was at your guys' advice in February. Get my seven thousand bucks in the okay. Roth. That was the last wow. transaction, and that yeah. Roth is all the. the I I honestly think I honestly think it's time for a an actual. I hate to say this phone call with Vanguard. I feel bad for you. Um, although they've been hiring people. I, a friend of ours just got hired by Vanguard. Oh, good. They're trying to get more people on the phones. I, I, I definitely would call and find out what happened and why it happened. Because I am baffled. And so is Tom. I think we're both baffled. Thanks for the call, Lee. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And one of our favorite things to do is to actually talk with you when you call us at 855 855- 935-TALK, 855-935-8255, just like Leroy did. Hey, Leroy, welcome to the program. Hello, gentlemen. Thanks for being there. Glad to do um, it. I want to tell you, I am a, a dangerous day trader in a small scale, but I have come to the conclusion from what I've done in, in uh, equities this year, I'm going to park my money, a little bit of money, Somewhere until after the midterms, you. I listened to your show at the beginning. You, you mentioned CD uh, rates and treasuries and I bond. I haven't done the I bond. I'll do that. But my question is, because I'm in a non-state income tax state, Washington, should that influence whether I purchase a CD or a treasury for uh, interest gain? No. And by the way, just to go back, I know I you're going to go back to it. Thing. I know yeah. you were. I knew you were well, going to go there and take him say, to task. When you, 
when you say park, park, he means so you're going to trade after the midterms. Short term, right? Yeah. Short term money. Yeah. yeah. An I bond is not a short term bond. That an I bond is a thirty year bond. True. Thirty years. So that would not be a place to park money. Now you could park it in some of the other things we mentioned. You know, like the high yield savings accounts that are paying two point seven five. You could even get a, you know, what was it, one year, 13 month CD? Don mentioned a three, three something. And a half. Those You're would three be and a half. parking opportunities, but a, but an I bond should not be considered a short term place for your money because it's yep. not designed that way. I have a question Leroy. for you. What? Go ahead, Leroy. $10,000 per person. Yeah, yep. but, but, right. but, but, Leroy, what you can't, it? you can't take you the can't money out in the, in the first year, can't take it out at all. And then and in years that follow, you will suffer a three month loss of in of three months worth of income, yeah. which is basically the whole. It would be painful to do it that way. So yeah. I wouldn't do that. Don but wants to ask. I you have though, a about really important question, though. For timing you. aspect. You said that. that you are a small scale day trader, right? Yes. Well, day traders are supposed to be able to make money on in good markets and bad markets. So why would you want to be out of your day trading? Because volatility is supposed to be a day trader's friend. Well, I'm just tired of getting spanked to be to be uh, in, in 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 real nice language. This Monday Tuesday thing it just kicked me in the gut for the last time. Oh, okay, good. But th okay. then then and can can maybe fault. we get you to change? Can maybe we get said that market anymore? Can well then maybe maybe you just came to the realization. That you shouldn't day trade at all anymore? Maybe. I'm sure hoping. Because I and would by hope. By the way, what uh, I want to know what's going to happen November 9th. That's going to make trading more fun. Is it all of a sudden, <laughs> oh, the future is now clear. Uh, let me see. There's going to be. DeSantis uh, is governor think, again. No, there's no going to be no agreement in Congress. We pretty much know that no matter what, how the power separates, right? Because you still got a Democrat in the White House. Whatever separations there are in terms of the number of senators or members of the House, it'll be small, so legislation will be difficult to pass. I really don't think that is a major occurrence. In There's a lot of other ones that could be Ukraine, interest, there's a lot of other things that could maybe, change, but that wouldn't be Maybe this is just Leroy's first little baby step to giving up yeah. day trading. And Leroy, we, go, really, you know what? we hope you will. <laughs> Go go watch it's it's just on Netflix now. Go watch the the new uh, documentary on GameStop at all. Pretty interesting. And how everybody got there. played yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, it didn't work out well. Thanks for the call, Leroy. Eight five five nine three five talk. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. And Suzanne, it's your turn on talking real money. Hi. Hi. Um, thanks for taking my call. Um, I have a question about. Um, my, I have a fiduciary advisor who is retiring soon after the first of the year. Uh -huh. So I am looking for somebody new. Um, and I'm not really sure how to compare um, the different people I've talked to. Um, and, you know, they're, all of them have about the same fees and things are all pretty equivalent. Um, and they all say, you know, they do kind of similar but slightly different things with my portfolio. And so I'm just not really sure what I should be looking for in terms of change, you know, selecting one person over another person. Just at, uh, my, 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 first, my first point of curiosity is, is he a one-person office? Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah, he's and- just, and he doesn't manage money. He just has always, you know, for the past about 10 years, I've met with him about once a year, and he just kind of looks over my portfolio and suggests some changes, but he's not actively oh. managing. So where is your anything. portfolio sitting uh, right now? Kind of like, where does it sit? At Schwab. At Schwab. Okay, good. Well, if you're looking for, uh, yeah. let, let me give you, I think the best resource that we can give anybody is one we created. You go to talkingrealmoney.com slash help. It tells you how to interview advisors, all the right questions to ask them. We have lists of advisors who are 100% fiduciaries and advisors who aren't 100% fiduciaries, even though they'll tell you they are. We have a list of advisors in the Seattle metro area that with whom we are with whom we've worked or of whom we're aware that they manage money similarly to the way we believe money should be managed. So there's a ton of, in, of really good information there all on that one page at talkingrealmoney.com. And if I can add to that, yeah. yeah, just to add to that, you raised a very good point. Working with someone who is a solo practitioner as an advisor is problematic for the aforementioned reason many times. In other words, Having a firm that really only has one advisor, that's risky in some I'd rather see. But he had, she hasn't been paying for it. She was just getting help from this person. He's not yeah, actually okay. managing so, But the that money. would be one thing to consider. Sort of, okay, so what ha- something happens to my advisor, who's next, how they're going to treat me, et cetera, et cetera. Does the advisor have any uh, – if you work with us, for example, the advisor has no ability to say – I'm going to build this type of portfolio instead of that one. That's all done. That would be another thing I would strongly consider. And then the third part is, for me, it would be all about the strategy, making sure that they use passive or index type of products. They are truly buy-in holders. They have no belief in being able to see the future in any way that's going to shade how they manage your money. And you can find that out from them without that much work. Anything else? Yeah, and that's kind of where I am right now. I've got three people that I'm looking at that are all, or three firms that are all, you know, pretty much equivalent, that are all, you know, passive, um, you know, and, and seem to agree, but they, you know, recommend, you know, they're like, well, if I was here, I would trade this fund, you know, instead of having this fund, I would have that fund. And I'm like, I don't know what to do with that. Like, should I be worried about the specific funds that they say they would use versus, only, you know, only in terms of, of uh, actually, here's, here's the, strategy. here's the big differentiating point for me. And, and I hope they're, they're all agreeing. Are they all indexed or passive style funds? All of them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like trading like a, one, like Schwab A, you know, the Schwab A for, uh, like, I think there was an advantage fund that one person recommended and, Another one said that they would take the Schwabe and, you know, and right. turn okay. it into so it's, you know, a dimensional fund. You know, yeah, so, so it's all minor sure, differences. Like, I, then what I think it comes down to, Suzanne, because right we're running out of time, is is who you get along with the best first. Second, who charges the least? Probably third, who has the best plan for succession? Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 
Lords and ladies, if you will please direct your attention to the pit at your feet as as Sir Thomas C. Cock and Lord Thomas, uh, I'm sorry, Lord Paul of Merryman uh, battle the bear for the main attraction of today's fair. And that is coming up Saturday, November 5th. We're going to be doing a class in Bellevue and online. Yeah, the great one, Paul Merriman, joining me. Yeah, we're going to battle the bear. We're going to figure things out, how you build, how you take care of your money in these turbulent times. Register now, easy, TalkingRealMoney.com. Click on classes, TalkingRealMoney.com. Click on classes. Did I did I get not all the design the art, in there? TalkingRealMoney.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.